Or what's good, guys? It's a uh, one degree separation. It's your boy Veej. Um, I'm here at the church right now. Not a literal church, but the church in the barrio overlooking Coronado Bridge. You can hear the cars passing by. We're on the roof of the church right now, so we got the view. I'm here with my boy, my brother, Sage. We out here with some 40s. Um, yep, yep. He got the old English. I got a Pacifico because that's how I'm feeling right now. Um, yeah, don't judge us because it's only like, what, like one or two drinking a couple beers. But oh, yeah, helps loosen us up. The, the talks get real casual, gets real easy to talk about. But, yeah, so my boy Sage is going to introduce himself. If you haven't heard of him, uh, you'll hear about him now. What's up, everybody? Um, <clears throat> this is Sage. Just moved here from Houston three mm. months ago. I mm. think it was three months ago in September. Um... Pretty much just moved here to San Diego to just. I felt I needed to like get away for a while, mm. see something different, connect with people I've never connected with. You know? Yeah. I just need a new energy to like help me see things more clear. Mm. But it's been really good out here. I love it. I mean, yeah. Before we get into all that, what do you what do you do? Who are you? Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's all good. I just. <laughs> I jumped the gun. <laughs> we, can, we can go back to that. We can go back to that. I jumped the gun. Um, I'm a photographer and a DJ. Mm. That's typical and oversaturated <laughs> and watered 20, down. 2016 careers, man. <laughs> Hashtag influencers. And man. I'm an aspiring interior designer as well. It's one of my okay. hidden passion goals. Hidden passion goals, man. Yeah. Yeah. What would your uh, hidden secret agent talent be? If you had a Damn. if you were a secret agent and you just had to bust something out, like what talent would that be? I really like Men in Black. Uh huh. So I'd want to be one of those people, bro. So just very nonchalant and very mysterious. Yeah, and, and I just want to use the memory the thing. Memory ratio. <laughs> okay. I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. I wish they were real. Mm, I don't know. Maybe they might be real, but I don't know if I was a secret agent. I mean, I've done it before. I've like I've gone salsa dancing before. That shit is lit. Right? <laughs> oh seeing seeing women salsa dance, seeing people like really good at it, dude. It's just like an art form, and it's pretty crazy. But I have like no coordination in that. I mean, I can play sports, but it's just like the hip, the hips and the and the feet at the same time. Can't no, do that's. It. That's hard. <laughs> I played football. That's it. Yeah, I played tennis. I mean, I got some uh, coordination in the game. But, yeah, okay, we can go move back to the move and, and all that. So, move here from Houston. I mean, I, f- I, would, I would imagine that that's, like, pretty big leap. Yeah. Like, comparing San Diego and Houston. Like, what kind of stuff have you noticed since you've been here? Since I've been here, I've noticed that <clears throat> being in Houston, you you when you're somewhere for so long, you notice what lacks yeah, yeah. where you're at. <clears throat> and that's why I like traveling. Because yeah. you see how other places operate. You see how other people do things other places. Like here in San Diego, I see like so much unity. Uh-huh. Like I see a lot of I want to do this, so I'm going to just do it. Mm. And I'm going to do it with my friends. Yeah. You know? 
And I feel like Houston is getting there. Mm-hmm. And I, I see it getting there. Yeah. And I feel like being here, seeing how everybody here really does things and just really pushes forward with the things they want to do, mm-hmm. like collectively, it like inspired me personally. Uh-huh. Because to see so many people that are like genuinely friends or like family mm-hmm. do all these things together yeah. and like push each other forward without any hidden agendas or without expectations, it's like, mm-hmm. it's really good to see out here. Yeah, because I feel like with the whole art art scene or just being, like, an independent or an entrepreneur, I definitely see a lot of, like, uh, being being vulnerable with putting yourself out there. And I feel like that makes people, like, connect more easily because people are mm. more transparent, you know? Like, because if, if we would just meet on the street and, like, not in an art show, like, the obviously, like, the interaction would be, like, a lot different. Yeah. You know, like I don't know why you're on the street here with me, but if you're in an art, you're in an art show, like oh, like you definitely yeah, you might not you might know what's going on, you might know the person doing the art. So yeah, I mean I found that like the communities that are in the art scene definitely um, very welcoming and provide like like that different energy that yeah. you're talking about. You know, yeah, it's good to see. Like I see, like out here, I see people even if they don't know them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll see them, like, welcome with open arms, like, mm. like they've known forever, you know? Yeah. And that's good to see. Like, nobody here is really, like, into pushing anybody away. Yeah. It's more so, oh, you do this? Oh, let's, let's cultivate. Let's, it's, let's see it's, what it's can happen. It's inclusive, you yeah. know? Like, everybody's invited and everybody can be included. Uh, yeah. Wait, so, like, what's Houston? I've never, I've never been to Houston. I mean, there's all, like, the culture out there, like, all the stuff we've seen in, like, rap and music. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, but, I mean, maybe that's not, like, what you see every day. Because, like, when I talk about Japan, people are like, oh, like, Tokyo Drift, dude. Like, yo, I've never seen cars. Like <laughs> cars ever. randomly racing never on seen, the street. Yeah, I've never seen a parking garage filled with, like, with, like, cars like that. So, I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. Other than it's just, like, a very foreign place. Like, there's no it's, comparison. It's very... First of all, Houston's huge. Mm, like, okay. the city's huge. Like, there's cities inside of the city. Like, uh-huh. So, and out there, creatively, it's mm. hard to... It's kind of hard to cultivate Yeah. a creative scene in Houston because it's so big. Uh-huh. You know, you're not going to reach everybody in the city that big uh-huh. unless you're like inside of the loop mm. you know but like <clears throat> is there a loop though in Houston you know there is uh-huh. it's, I, I'm starting to see it like I think the more people in Houston see how things are being done in other places mm. they're seeing how okay we have to it has to be based around community uh-huh. you know and that's what I think they're starting to get that now uh-huh. And it's starting to move forward more now, but it's a lot of talent and creativity, and a lot of like amazing things and people in Houston. Uh-huh. Like it's it's tight. I think you'd you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's like very deep roots in like music and art out there. Oh yeah. Um, which would obviously 
cultivate like the scene a lot easier yeah I mean compared to like where we're at now it's just like I mean there's there's some roots here but I feel like we're at a very pivotal time like we can really set the bar set the standard for anything going on around here at least I so. think I think all of you guys are like the, the leaders mm. because if you got if none of you were doing what you're doing what would be happening there's, sure. there wouldn't be anything happening I mean, you know? I feel like it'd just be like a party scene, anyways. Like downtown's like a party scene. Yeah, but it'd just be clubs. Yeah, the, I, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the church. Like we're at the church right now. It's super pivotal in our community, just for the fact that it does promote community, brings everybody together. So I feel like that's definitely one going to be one of my focuses. Like coming coming up, you know, just find a way to bring people together. Like for maybe not even just for a single cause, but just like people who have like the same. Yeah, values and principles, you know, because you can definitely see that with like our friends and creatives, man. Like, oh yeah, that's why it's all good. it inspired me to like. Mm-hmm. That's why, <clears throat> like, when I moved back, mm-hmm. like everything I've seen out here, yeah, everything I've soaked up out here, all of like the welcomed arms, you know, people uh-huh. gave me, you know, I, I'm taking all of that back. Uh-huh to Houston with me because I really feel like I can be that it's like you know how you see something starting to happen but you know it's going to take a little more for it to just really all the way yeah happen like I feel like I can be that person to go back catalyst or and really yeah create the community like because it's already being created but it's really going to take that I don't want to say leader because it sounds elitist but it's going to take that leader to really cultivate that community that needs to be cultivated, you know? Yeah, I think I think leaders are important, but also I feel like sometimes the glue of a community or the glue of a group doesn't necessarily have to be the leader. It's just, like, a person who can bring people together through, like, their own genuine, like, self and energy. Exactly. You know? Because then that'll just attract, like, more likely people <coughs> like that. That's exactly, like, I just want to go back uh-huh. and use what I've learned and what I'm doing uh-huh. to bring other people together to do what they want to do, uh-huh. just like I've seen out here. Like, I see people bring people together uh-huh. to all showcase and do their uh-huh. own individual things, and I want to do that in Houston. So what, so what <clears throat> have you learned, anyways, that, that you can apply? Here? Yeah. First and foremost... I've learned to get out my shell more and like actually reach out mm-hmm. and talk to people because I've always had that problem. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hella shy. Yeah. I'm hella awkward. <clears throat> like I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why it's so weird. Like I'm very socially awkward. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> being out here and being around people that aren't made me feel more comfortable to be myself and mm-hmm. just open up, you know? Um, more things I've learned are like <clears throat> to not sleep on like the ideas you have like yeah. if you have them and you want to do them you should just do them like don't sit months and months on ideas or like if you want to do an event if you want to mm. do a project like don't talk yourself out of doing yeah. it just do it because if that was the case none of the stuff that's going on here will be done yeah, I feel like we find, like, a million reasons to, like, discourage ourselves, you know? Like, and, like, 
it yeah. overpowers like the reasons why we want to do it in the first place mm-hmm. but like that saying goes man you can I don't know I don't know the exact saying but it's just like <laughs> um, you can make like a million mistakes you can fail like a million times but you just have to get it right once and then yeah then you can move on to your next thing yeah you can fail a million times get it right once then move on again like. yeah it's just a matter of putting yourself out there and like being willing to fail and be vulnerable and be seen and I'm, I'm like quoting like this book I've been reading a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean moving moving not to cut you off from the lessons but moving yeah. forward from this vulnerability transparency how has transparency and vulnerability like played a role in like your craft your art and meeting people because I mean you're heavy on social media and you you literally just say what you're feeling and all that like more than like most people would honestly so how has that played into what you do like with music with photography and just genuinely connecting with people um I feel like a lot of people are scared in a sense to be emotionally expressive yeah because if we're being real society these days is hella judgmental yeah like like people project so much of their own Mm. personal insecurities on other people so if they see somebody doing something that they wish they could do they're gonna automatically judge it yeah call it corny you know so if somebody's (laughs) being all expressive and emotional they're gonna be like oh he weak or oh being sensitive wants attention yeah wants attention oh we trying to get followers like like I feel like it's gonna take those people that aren't scared to be expressive Mm. because that's not gonna do nothing but let other people know they're not alone yeah and it's gonna make other people feel more comfortable doing the same thing Mm. so I feel like the basis of everything I do is to be as organic genuine and relatable as possible mm-hmm. like literally all I do is share pieces of my own journeys things I'm learning most of the times when I tweet or post I'm talking to myself yeah it's just like you know? notes to self sometimes sometimes you need to express it and then read it and then forget about it and then come back to it again exactly and I feel like <clears throat> the more I do that the more people relate to me I feel like that's what a lot of people and brands mm-hmm. lack is being relatable. Like, yeah. they just do stuff. And it's like, if nobody can relate to it or identify with it or feel like they're a part of it, yeah. you're just then there's doing no, There's no connection to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you're just doing something. And I feel like <clears throat> my way of connecting with people is through expression mm-hmm. and using that expression in my... Like, with music... Like, when I DJ or when I make a mix or when I make a playlist, like, they're representations of, like, moods Mm -hmm. or feelings or what I'm feeling at the time or or things like that. Like, I feel like music is really personal. Yeah. So, I use my transparency through that because I feel like it's needed. That's why I respect DJs that... Mm -hmm do that same thing kind of like like let's take Sasha for example yeah like she's extremely transparent through her mixes like yeah from the titles to the <laughs> to the like to the selections like if you listen to the songs that are being played like you can tell what mood she was in you know yeah and I feel like that's important like just like photography I feel like people are scared to talk mm. but when I take pictures of people I feel like 
their face, their emotions, you know, their persona uh, says more than speaks, if they were speaking. It speaks for them. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I like photography. Like everything is about being vulnerable. Mm. Like when I take pictures of people, that's me literally making time stand still. Yeah. And like emoting emotions out of a person who hasn't even said anything, you know? So that's why I feel that's why I do it. That's why I feel it's important to be transparent and be vulnerable. Mm with your passions yeah because everybody can put their best foot forward mm. and showcase all the good shit on social media you know? yeah that's easy uh-huh. and i think that's kind of toxic because it makes people feel like nobody goes through anything yeah it's kind of hard to relate like because with like tv and all that it's all like other people's lives we're watching i mean they're already successful like and i mean you're trying to humanize them but at the same time i can't relate to like the Kardashians going to like Europe like or whatever or going to a runway show but yeah I I don't think I don't think you were able to make it but we went to Aliyasha's podcast Uh, shout out Reindeer Club and Aliyasha Godfather Streetwear but I missed it yeah he was saying the same thing it really resonated with me that like a lot of people don't put out their struggles are not very transparent about it they just want to share the W's man but I feel like since we all go through it and maybe not all of us can reach like the these goals or like these levels of success that we've given ourselves yeah. as an expectation, like it's just it's kinda of discouraging to see I mean not not to not to hate on people, but just kinda of discouraging to see just see the wins, you know, like like damn, like how do you how did you get there though? Exactly. Like, I'm like more concerned about the journey. And that causes people to get Low self-esteem that causes people to lack confidence. Yeah, like compare. it causes as as like weak as it sounds, weak quote unquote as it yeah. sounds. It causes people to be depressed. Mm. It causes a lot of because if people are on the internet and all they see is like wins or people doing this mm. or people doing all these things, mm. but nobody sharing like the struggles they went through to get there, what they did to get there, mm. like it causes people to think that people that they're like didn't in, struggle like, they're like inadequate compared to yeah. this person so it makes them you feel know? like damn i'll never you know it's yeah. it's, it's kind of toxic that people don't i don't know it's weird i don't know why people are afraid to share mm-hmm. the negatives because i feel like that's important too yeah like it's cool to be positive but that's unrealistic nobody's positive all the time mm. nobody has good days every yeah. damn day like Nobody just smoothly went through life and just yeah. became successful and Yeah, without like, without being broke, without like going through like some dark stages, you know, like Exactly. Like Yeah, the, at the <laughs> at the podcast too, he was talking about how he when he was talking about like the struggles and all that, he was talking about he like went through like some sort of depression or something just cuz like he put people's like careers on the line. And I was like, "Yo, dude, like I I've never that's probably something you we wouldn't be able to find on the internet, you know, like exactly. him saying that or him talking about that L, you know, or that like mistake he made. So I thought like that transparency was super important, and it's like pretty crazy. We're talking about like how we're afraid to be judged for being like real or uh, transparent, one hundred percent like out there. And he was talking about how when he would respond to people in like no matter it was like a positive negative whatever 
he was just questioning himself like oh this like he knows it's genuine but yeah. he's, he's wondering oh do the people think this is going to be do people think it's going to be genuine like if i said this but it's kind of crazy like i feel like the internet has kind of molded us to like yo people are going to judge me i can't can't yeah. say it no matter what i can't say that someone's going to say something because people are gonna oh you're just saying this for attention yeah. or oh you're just saying this to you know it's i don't know it's, it's weird nowadays mm. it's like people negate the things they shouldn't yeah but then they promote the things that are toxic it's kind of backwards yeah it's like you're promoting all this other stuff uh-huh. but the things that are important mm. and but you're bashing the people that are promoting the things that are important mm. and that's hella backwards like you said you know yeah i feel like the vulnerability is like super important to our art and craft anyways like without it i feel like it'd be like kind of soulless you know yeah like you a piece of you wouldn't be in that so i mean anybody could have done that but i mean just the fact that you did it in your own way is super um unique and gives it that unique identity so i mean i yeah i just encourage people with their art be as real as possible like I mean, I have idols that I've learned from. Like, like, I study people that I look up to Mm -hmm. that are like kind of resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And I take pieces of what they do Uh and infuse it with my own individuality. Like, Mm -hmm. like this past year, I've learned how to be more silent. Uh You know, because I feel like that slept on too. Yeah, more listening than, like, than like speaking. People want to talk so much. Uh-huh. People always want to make an announcement, you know. And I feel like people don't really know how to listen. Mm. People just kind of just talk or wait for their turn to talk. They're not really listening to anybody. Yeah, just wait for, like, a back-and-forth discussion. You know? Like, they're so ready to make an announcement. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing mm. this. Like, why don't you just, like, do it? Mm. work on it go at your own pace mm. and then when it's ready then you can you know speak on speak it speak on it it's like they make it seem like if you're not showcasing or always doing something or always making an mm. announcement you're not doing anything yeah and that's weird yeah I feel like cause I have I have these thoughts uh, I definitely have these thoughts too like I love seeing people progress and all that but I mean you can tell when people get a little stagnant but also you can't it's i feel like it's unrealistic to expect people to push the envelope every time like a lot of times you don't have to push the envelope like you can progress in your craft but you don't have to do something crazy you know Mm -hmm. and i like with art and with anything there's just like a lot of unrealistic expectations that we kind of find hard to meet i don't know i think we should get rid of expectations Mm -hmm. because i see how it affects people yeah. Like, even when people expect things for themselves, like me, for example, like, I know for a fact that I have high expectations for myself. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're our own, like, harshest critic. You yeah, know? like, like I used to beat myself up so much. Yeah. Because I would always, I made the mistake of looking at another person's path. Uh-huh. You know? And like, damn, I'm not there. Or, uh-huh. Damn, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Maybe I'm not this and this, and you know? And I feel like, that's promoted so much you know Uh and I feel like we need to stop promoting life as being a race 
or yeah. competition. Yeah. Because it's not. Uh-huh. Like, none of our paths are the same. Yeah. Like, what worked for them, probably not, not gonna work, work for, for you. Yeah. They probably had a different. All their circumstances different, are different. Yeah, everything. People they met probably different. What they went through was different. Where they were were different. Mm-hmm. Everything's different. You can't do the exact same thing somebody else did. Yeah. And think it's gonna work. You know. Yeah, I mean, we might not be built for like that same thing that they've been built for. You know, and like on the on the note of like stopping certain ways of thinking. Yo, I, I, like, my unpopular opinion, if I ever had to say one, would be, like, <laughs> definitely, like, fake positivity, man. Like, because mm. you're saying, like, uh, people, like, who express themselves, that sometimes people look down on, on that. And, like, I've definitely encountered, like, people with the whole positivity stick, like, they're like, yo, like, it's going to be better, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, like, let me just, let me just feel what I'm feeling, you know? <laughs> Like, you don't have to, like... People have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to jam, like, this positivity stuff, like, down my throat. Like, I've seen so... I don't know if it's just Twitter, dude. Like, I've I think seen that's so, just people. I've seen like, so much on Twitter. Like, come on, man. Social media overall is, like... It's a gift and a... It's a gift and a curse. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, you'll see people, like... It's like they... Like I said earlier, it's like people kind of look down on people that go through shit. Yeah. Or talk about it. Yeah, or talk about it. It's like, it's like why? Why is that not okay? Like, life isn't always positive. Like, yeah, that's the most unrealistic notion of all. Like, mm. I'm not gonna be happy every damn day. Like, mm. it it can happen. Yeah, but you know, people go through shit. Like, shit's mm. gonna happen. Yeah, you know, and like, I hate when people like, oh, you just overreacting or yeah. oh you're just tripping or yeah you, or you'll like get, you'll oh, get over it yeah like hate that or maybe I'm actually going through some shit and I'm uh-huh. letting myself feel what I'm feeling uh-huh. and I'll eventually get over it but yeah you, you can't tell people how to feel you can't tell yeah. people how to go through shit you can't invalidate people's feelings man that's that, I've like experienced that and I've read that like it's hella toxic to tell people like oh like your feelings don't matter because it's like gonna go away soon but it's just like yo come on bro like let me feel this like it's okay to not be okay that's definitely been a theme as of lately you know like like people think you have to be okay all the time yeah (laughs) you know that's unrealistic we're Uh all human you know i mean I, i definitely feel like you owe it to yourself and your craft and like all that just to go through it and then come back when you're like at a good mental state i think andy internet's tweeted that that we have to take care of ourselves first and then we can get back to uh what we love to do or we do what we love to do to get back to where we want to be at you know yeah i feel like self-care is important based off the fact that if you if you don't get yourself right nothing else or you Passion-wise, relationship-wise, friendship-wise, whatever the case may be, nothing else is going to go smoothly. Yeah. Because you're struggling with shit yourself. Uh-huh. So, like, I think it's important to take time to yourself to look in the mirror yeah. and work on some things, you know? Because yeah. a lot of people think they can use other people's energy or use other people to fill voids. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's doing nothing. You're just running away from it. It's just going to yeah, come right back. it's a temporary Band-Aid solution. Exactly. Like, 
you have to face yourself. You know, you can't keep running away from yourself. Uh. And I feel like a lot of people do that. And a lot of people use fear as an excuse so much. Yeah. And it's probably one of the most annoying things to me, bro. What? Fear. Like like other people's fear? or Like fear in general. Like, uh. I feel like people use it as a crutch. Yeah. And I, to me, it doesn't exist. It only exists when you give it power to true, exist, true. like yeah. mentally. Like when you think about the concept of fear, it doesn't exist until you think about it. Yeah. So it's like people get comfortable uh. being scared. Yeah, I feel like fear is like um, like a survival tactic. Yeah. You know, it's not a tactic to live your fullest life, honestly. If you want to think about it like that, because survival is just scraping by, like, oh, like. <laughs> Like, I swear. Like mentally, like oh, like I'm a little uncomfortable. I want to go home. Like that's your fear taking over, and <laughs> it might hold you back from like, enjoying other people, enjoying the moment. Like obviously, like if you're going through it, like you should definitely be where you feel comfortable. But like in general, like fear, it does hold us back. You know, like like if you if you were afraid to leave Houston, like you would never have come here. You would never would have like experienced this. You know, like. If we let fear, like, control, like, emotions control, like, our moves, you know? Like, yeah. our big life moves, definitely, like, very, not very wise to do that, you know? That's why I feel like balance is important. Like, yeah. It's okay to act off emotions, mm. but you have to think logically, too. Yeah. Like, you can't just make decisions off emotions. Mm. That's probably one of the worst things you can do at times. Yeah. You know? Like... Being out here taught me. Like, if I would have came out here, I probably would have still been the same person. Mm. I wouldn't have learned any lessons mm. staying where I was. And I feel like you have you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. I mean, I because, like, yeah, it's the only way to for growth to happen. Yeah, like, if, you, if you're comfortable, then you're never going to realize anything. You're just going to be there. I mean, some people are content with that, you know? But I think as artists and... Uh, like very strong individuals with strong personalities like that that doesn't cut it for me you know like not not to be ungrateful for what i already do have what i've already accomplished <laughs> but it's just like never enough you know and i think one of the best parts about the whole journey is that we're able to connect with other people like on similar journeys or similar paths and like how we can contribute to theirs how they can contribute to ours that's why I call you my twin, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> parallel lives and shit. Like, I just moved back to San Diego. Bro, me and Vige are the same person. We pretty like, much got the same stories. <laughs> like, you know? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a very weird time to be... I think it's a weird time to be 100% real, honestly. Because yeah. people get afraid of that. I mean, sometimes people come off as really strong with their realness. But I think it'd be it's better than dealing with like fake shit, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. No, I think people should stop being so passive aggressive. Yeah, I think I think people should stop tolerating like like behavior, like fake behavior. Like I don't know. A lot of people do just out of comfort. Yeah. Or like people exhibiting like bad behavior or unhealthy behavior. Like yo, like be a real one and say something. You know, or like check in with your peoples, 
or like actually make good on your word exactly you know like I don't know just those little things can really have like affect other people <clears throat> like being out here and being around like you know you mm. you know and everybody else like taught me more about like appreciating like mm. the people you have around you already yeah like I think people get caught up in trying to chase a feeling or chase support oh, definitely. definitely or chase acceptance from people yeah and they forget that they already have people that accept them for the yeah. same things that they're trying to get other people to accept yeah you know I mean I, the personal experience and all that like that shit will drive you crazy man bro like, <laughs> like seeking love praise or whatever from certain people that have can't just give it to you like off top just through like your connection and just straight out of love like that should have drive you crazy man like you don't have to prove shit to anybody dude like cause if you're genuine I feel like if you're genuine you put in hard work and like you're there for other people and you're there to connect like mm -hmm. then these people will be there for you you don't have to chase after it cause chasing like, and then, I feel like that'll that'll steer you farther away from the people who are already there for you Exactly, mm -hmm. like you can't. I feel when people chase support and love and praise, like they completely neglect the people that already do yeah. organically. Yeah, like just because you know, <clears throat> and that's like a slap in the face to the people that's always been there. Yeah, it's like I'm supporting you. It's like I'm supporting you. Why are you like out here trying to chase uh -huh. something? Like, and I feel like a lot of the times the grass isn't always greener. Mm. You know, like, what if you finally do meet or uh -huh. connect with whoever you were chasing mm -hmm. and the vibe isn't even... Yeah, you put all your eggs in one basket, man. Like, <laughs> like that's like, it's low, that's low-key, like, traumatizing. You're like, <laughs> dang, like, are all my goals like this? Like, will I reach my goal? And it's, like, not as hyped as I thought it was going to be, you know? Like, what do you think, like, you were talking about balance, so... What do you think people can do to avoid putting all the eggs in one basket and all that? Because, I mean, I definitely have a hard time with that. Because I'm, once I'm invested, I'm, like, fully invested. Yeah. And I don't like the idea of, like, options when it comes to life, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really care for it. There's, like, one thing I want or there's one thing um, I'm striving for that I'm just going to go for it. But that's obviously – I feel like it's a very brave – thing to do but it's also not the most logical thing to do so what do you what kind of balance do you think you can strike with a situation like that i feel like <clears throat> i feel like it all goes back to expectations in a sense mm -hmm. because i feel like when you expect too much yeah and you don't see that happening yeah in the time span that you wanted to or yeah. even at all yeah you completely discourage yourself you know and I feel like if you just free flow mm. and just go through life doing what you're doing individually mm. and genuinely and organically then you'll attract what you want mm. but if you chase what you want it's gonna keep running from it's gonna you. keep eluding you you know you have to just <clears throat> let whatever come come you know you uh. can't that's what I've been learning. Like, you can't chase anything. Mm. Cause it's going to keep running from you. And the path is going to be more difficult. 
Because what if what you're chasing is, is, isn't even what you're supposed to be chasing? Yeah. You're just running. You know? Sure. And I feel like when you keep that balance of just doing what you want to do, but also making that effort to make what you want to happen happen, I feel like a lot of people will be better off. Because I feel like when you're just focused on what you're doing, instead of focusing on like where you're supposed to be, I feel like a lot of people would be more calm and more confident in their own journey because they're not worried about where they're supposed to be. They're just worried about building. It's like, that's why I say Will Smith is like my mentor and he doesn't know it. Yo, he has compilation videos <laughs> on YouTube on deck. Like, for... that one brick at a time, Yeah, that shit is real. Yeah. Like, like when you're building a house, you don't put all the bricks on the house out of all at once. Uh-huh. You, it's piece by piece. He's like, you just lay one brick as perfectly as you can, then go to the other one, lay that brick as perfectly as you can, like, and then you'll have a house. And no matter how long it take you. Yeah, it's really just you know? a matter of time. Like, yeah, if you're putting in the work, it's not if it's going to happen. It's going to be when. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like people get too anxious and, like, a little too impatient. And I feel like that's plagued. I mean, yeah, that, that's, just, that's, just, that's just that's people, just people these days. The instant gratification, and if it doesn't come instantly, then, oh, like, it's time to move on. Like, that's why I kind of hate that our generation grew up in the Internet age. Yeah. Because we literally, our, our whole generation came up on the Internet. Yeah. All we saw was people instantly, you know, succeeding all because of the Internet. Yeah. So, like. When you see that so much and you don't see the struggle behind that, uh-huh. it makes people think that, okay, I need to get this gratification like right now. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't, then what am I doing? Uh-huh. You know, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I, I could definitely see where it's coming from. Just because, well, personally, I think people getting successful get younger and younger every year. Mm-hmm. Or even in like my interests, like clothing or whatever. Like, what can I do to elevate myself? But obviously, all the circumstances are different. I don't even use money as, like, the reason anymore because I was listening to this dude, Gary V. He was talking about, well, he was talking about Trump and money and all that. <laughs> but uh, he was talking about, like, that million-dollar loan, that small loan he got from his father whatever. But at the same time, if, like, another person, like a normal person, got a loan to make their business profitable and we kind of look down upon that as like yo he had money right yeah but also like you didn't give this dude credit for um for making it work you know like because i if i had money i might just fail because i don't know how to do this shit but yeah if you give somebody who like money who knows how it works or was willing to figure it out then like, oh yeah that's something to admire but yeah i mean that's definitely like my struggle with the instant gratification and all that is just like People get younger and younger. It's easier to find out who's successful and who's not. And yeah. like, I don't know, and like the comparisons, comparisons will drive you mad, dude. Just like, yeah, this kid's like 16. He's fucking selling 30 G's worth of clothes or something like uh, on a Black Friday. It's just like, yo, what, what, what did I miss out of being 16? Well, I can't be like that, you know? Like, I'm already 25. Yeah. You really can't compare. Yeah. Like, you can't compare lives like that's the quickest way to discourage everything you're doing mm-hmm. 
Like, I've seen people quit because of that. Like, it's that's it's not healthy. I think I think I also think that people don't give themselves enough credit. Because I was talking I'm to my one homie of those about people. that. I was talking to my homie <laughs> about that. I mean, he was just having issues with like life in general, but he was just like, yeah, like someone just told me like, yo, you're just hella ungrateful. And I was like, yo, that hella stuck with me. Cause he was talking about like, yo, like, you know, like I've started this business, you know, I'm like providing for my family. I've like been working for myself for like six years and all that. And I was like, yo, that's a lot to be proud of. And he was like, yeah, dude, I know it, but it's just like, I want more. And that's why it sounds like I'm ungrateful, but I just be going through it at the same time. I was like, yo, I respect that. That's real though. But yeah. I, get, I get told I need to stop sleeping on myself all the yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, like, look look where you're at now. Look at your audience. Look at the people reacting to you. Yeah, I mean, like, I think about that, too. I'm like, yo, like, I've been to, like, I've lived in different places. I've, like, traveled. I've been working for myself. Like, yo, like, as people older than us kind of just, like, would want to do what we're doing, exactly. which is a crazy thing to even <laughs> think about because, like, a lot of people, like, value their own security and, like, financial security and well-being. But as, like, a young person... I definitely and like in this day and age, like I definitely feel like it's definitely a good time to like experiment or take risks, you know, like because yeah. I'm not concerned with like my retirement already. I don't know why people are at 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Obviously, there's like 401ks and retirement. I mean, and honestly, you know, but money's never been. This is this is gonna sound stupid to a lot of people, what? What? What <laughs> probably. But I don't really care about money. Yo, yeah, I don't give a shit like, about money, dude. Like, <laughs> from my my thinking, I don't know if it's a toxic way to think, or if it's just like a hippie. It can come off hippie, irresponsible gypsy, to gypsy other people. Way to think. But <laughs> I think with money, you can always make it back. So that's why, like, I, I'd rather just travel. Like, and like, yo, like, if you're saving money, what are you saving for, man? Give me like a really concise. Most answer. people are will say just. I don't know. Like me it's for my future. Me one of my goals is to travel the world uh-huh. and live in different places three to six months at a time. Definitely do, yeah. Like that's what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saving <laughs> doing yeah. that. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'd rather experience over money. Yeah. I mean time you know? time, love, experience, whatever, I think those are like the real currency. And not not to, not to sound corny, but that's just really that's what it is. No man. time. You'll time never, is really the real. Yeah, currency. you'll never get your time back. Like that's why I like that movie In Time. Which one? Oh, with, is that with the Justin, Justin Timberlake? Timberlake? Oh, yeah. Like that movie was genius, and people slept on it. Time as currency, dude. Because literally, it was like okay, they live in a time where there's no money. Uh huh. So they all have these things on their arms. Yeah, like the time It's counter. a clock. Yeah, it's a clock and on like, their arm. When you turn 25, you stop that's aging. when it starts. Yeah, you stop aging. And you stop aging. Uh-huh. And you only can live... For as long as time as, as you long have. As, yeah. You can earn time and you, all that. Yeah, it's like... I wonder how different life would be and if people would use their time more wisely mm. if that was the case. Because if you think about it, how like more wisely would you use your time if you knew that if you ran out of it you'd die on the spot? Dude, I'd definitely be less distracted, man. Like, 
I, I, I don't I haven't read the book yet, but this this dude Tim Ferriss wrote this book called The Four Hour Workday. Um, and he was timing himself when he was actually working and when he wasn't. So when he was actually working, he only counted like four hours out of the whole workday that he was actually just working. But yo, <laughs> if like if your time was actually your life, like I mean it is, but we're talking about currency in the movie. Yeah. Then like yo, like my full work day would be my full fucking work day. Or <laughs> exactly. I'd be across the country by now, like somewhere. Like I, I would not want to be. Because it's like, yeah. You think about it, it's like in the movie when, when you run out of time, you die on the spot. Yeah, they literally just fall on the ground, and die. So it's like, when you think about that in reality, it's like, what if it was really like that? Mm. Like, would people? waste their time like they're doing or yeah, would they value it I and do something with it, you know <laughs> that's how I try to think nowadays I'm like I don't want to waste my own time uh-huh. even though it's not important quote unquote right yeah. now you know but it's like it's like sometimes you gotta ask yourself what are you doing yeah you know yeah so I, I don't think a lot of people ask themselves that question so they wind up just doing shit yeah I think people should talk to themselves more it, it really helps. It's, or just write. But it's just like, yeah, you got to tell yourself certain things to get by, you know? And, yeah, like we're saying, time time is just like a fleeting thing, man. Like, it's weird when people say it's a man-made construct. But, dude, like, our body runs Bro. on time, dude. We have an expiration date. As we just non-existent don't as it is. We just don't know when the expiration is. As non-existent as it is, we live by it yeah so it's real in a sense that's why I don't think money is important because but money money is important in a different sense but not as a lifeline like like yo we could just start farming for our own food if we wanted to but bro I'm trying to invest in a tiny home in a tiny home or an off the grid home I'm trying to I'm trying to freaking I'm trying to live in a fucking tree house (laughs) (laughs) you have shows on like on that on that TV channel, with like they find the most obscure houses. There there's a couple of tree houses, a couple of, like cliff houses. Those are fucking scary. <laughs> like what if like <laughs> the mountain just starts? Yo, collapsing. we're in California, man. There's there's earthquakes here, man. Like, can't be doing all that, dude. Like, uh, like what you were saying earlier about um. Not being comfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm moving back to Houston next month, but, you know, in six months, I might want to move again. Yeah. You know, like, ultimately, I want to live in Seattle. That's my end goal. Seattle's cool. I think, I think with, like, the whole moving thing. um, I think people should live in different places more often. I I think people should leave home, you know, when they can't, because... The way I see it, home is always going to be there. I mean, depending on your whole family situation, but it's just like... If, even even then, like, you don't you don't have any, like, place you need to be at right now, but... I think... I tweeted this the other day. Um, that you are where you need to be, but it doesn't mean you need to stay there, dude. Like, you yeah. just, just play your part. Wherever you go, play your part. <laughs> do your thing. Man, that's crazy. And, like leave that place better than you found it and like the world the universe will take care of you to the next that's why i take pride in like 
I take pride in uplifting people. Yeah. Because everybody I meet, I want to leave them better than I like met them. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to be that person that never like attributed. Contri- yeah, I don't want to be that person that's just there. Yeah. You know, that's why I feel like one of my purposes here is to one bring people together, and to two inspire people. I feel like those are my two purposes. Mm-hmm. Like a week ago, I didn't know what my purpose was, and then I just had like an honest moment with myself. Yeah, an epiphany. And like when I see the influence I do have. And other people have told me this, like, this goes back to sleeping on yourself. Like, I had a friend tell me, like, she was like, like, the influence and reach that you have, a lot of people, like, crave. And you sleep on it. Yeah, I mean, you you have a platform. And it's like, I thought about that. I was like, when I think about the grand scheme of things and the influence I do have on people, it's Mm -hmm. like, Randomly getting messages from people you don't know. Yeah. Talking about how much you inspire them, bro. Like, that shit, it kind of fucks with me mentally. Yeah. In a sense. Same. Because it's, it's like, because I ask myself, like, what am I even doing to even make you feel this yeah. deeply? Yeah, dude. Like, you I mean, know? I feel like, yo, I'm just doing what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. You know? And you can do it. <laughs> And yeah, I definitely feel like that that stresses me out sometimes. Like, like on my birthday, like people were saying like happy birthday, but then they're also saying, Oh, like thank you for whatever. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, like Yo, like people are paying attention, man. Like, and I'm not even doing anything like too crazy, you know? But you I'm, never know who's paying attention. Yeah, you never know who's paying attention, how it's gonna affect them. And that's why I always tell people, like, yo, if you have an audience, you have any sort of influence like take advantage of it or like not in a bad sense but just like know it's there and know that whatever you're doing can like impact like the next person yeah to do something maybe even greater than what you're doing so it's just like a ripple effect of yeah going back to it vulnerability transparency doing what you want to do is a very vulnerable thing to do just because we have all these like things in place in the world and ways of thinking like yeah just being an artist or just being outspoken in general having an opinion like talking about your feelings is just like very important thing to do and especially if you do it vocally then i feel like I'll, reach I'll, I'll never stop like yeah being vocally expressive mm. because i feel like it, i don't care what people say about me period yeah you know so it's like the only thing that matters to me are the people that relate like, I don't care about who doesn't because that's not my focus, you know? Yeah. I'm saying what I'm saying and expressing what I'm expressing for a reason, uh-huh. you know? And most of the time I'm talking to myself or just sharing things I've learned and other people relate. Yeah. And I get thank yous all the time, you know? Yeah. And when I use that and infuse it with, you know, my music or photography, it just makes people all the more comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when people resonate with you and they relate to you and they feel comfortable and they don't even know you, I feel like that's how you build an organic support system. Yeah. You know, not just doing shit because it's cool. It's being your, like, genuine 
vulnerable, transparent self. Because it's easy to fake. You can be anybody you want to. Yeah. It's easy to fake that. But people can tell when you're faking and when you're being yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like people people really do have, like, bullshit radars. Like, that they can definitely sense that. Yeah. It's very easy to sense. I've sensed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the conversation we've had has been social media. And, like, obviously, like, I'm heavy in social media. You're heavy in social media. We got... All the motherfucking accounts, you know. <laughs> We're all like branded, nine sage, nine sage, nine sage, visa, visa, visa. Like I don't know, like I think it's a growing not even a trend, but just like a consciousness of like um hopping on social media and connecting with people that we might not ever meet in real life or might not be in the same circle of as or people we wanna be we wanna get to know. Yeah. So with social media and all that, how how have you been able to um, foster and nurture these relationships that you've made? Because, I mean, like I've said it in the podcast before that most of my friends are from the internet, or we met off the internet, or we've like built like a foundation that met in real life, and now we're hella homies and shit. Yeah. So like, how has your experiences uh, taught you how to? I feel yeah. like I feel like through my. <clears throat> Authenticity yeah. and transparency, it attracted the people that I, I want to connect with. Yeah. So, like, me, I use social media to connect with people that inspire me mm. or I feel I can relate to. Like, mm. let's see, like, I have very good friends in, like, overseas. Mm. And, like, like, we'll take Hannah, for example. Like, that's one of my really good friends, and we've been friends for two and a half years, and we just met in L.A. two weeks ago, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I won't go into detail, but what Hannah and Neela, like, the and Bloom girls mm. did for me, like, a year or so ago, I'll never forget. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people use social media to bullshit. Like, when you think about how all these websites were originally designed for, people don't use it for that. Mm. Like, Twitter was for connecting, networking, mm. and, 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 like, nurturing relationships that will be beneficial or, like, you can cultivate, mm. you know? Like, just like Facebook. Facebook was originally for, people, for college people to connect and shit you know and it's like the more popular they get the more oversaturated and bullshitty they get yeah cause eventually they start having to sell something like I use social media to relate to people and cultivate the relationships I want to you know cultivate like a lot of my good friends were people I met on the internet yeah and I know a lot of good friends I met in person but like I feel like if you're going to be on the internet and you're going to use it, uh-huh. don't use it to bullshit, you know? Like, <clears throat> I feel like it's so many endless opportunities that yeah. people waste yeah, I mean, bullshitting. You can meet internet. you can meet your soulmate on the internet. You can... You can, <laughs> you can. I can't lie. I've seen it happen. And, like, you can, you can find your career on the internet. You can find your mentor on the internet. You can find your tribe on the internet. Dude, like, all the, all the above, man, like, from experience, you know? Like, 
But it's like I would have never met you. Yeah, once like, from the internet we wouldn't we have met. We didn't even talk about how we met, man. Like, oh yeah, how, yo, did, how did we meet? So honestly, like, like I've known of you for a minute. I think I known you when you first got on Twitter or something a couple of years ago. Because oh, I, yeah. I, I think I remember I was on um, the train or whatever in San Francisco, and I was just reading your tweets. I was like, oh, this dude, Nine Sage. I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you were doing nine, I don't know if you were doing music yet. Either the music came first or photography came first. It was photography, I think. Yeah, because I think you were sharing your photos back then. I was like, oh, this is cool. But then, you know, like, every, every like, other year I do, like, a Twitter purge. And I was like, yo, like, this, this dude's cool, but he's never talked to me. So, <laughs> so it's, like, time for the unfollow. Yeah. But, but, but what happened recently oh, was I was hanging out with Riza, and I took a photo of Riza in uh, La Jolla. And then uh, you hit me up. Cause I think I think it got retweeted on your timeline or something. Yeah. And you wanted to use it for a mix. So I mean, that's the power of the internet right there. And now we're like, damn near brothers. Damn bro. near, dude. <laughs> like that's crazy. Power of the internet, man. No, it's a beautiful thing. I appreciate it. And like the other people I met out here, like Quinn, Trisha, mm. like. Cecilia, I met all of them last year uh, at the selection York, right? yacht party in New York. Damn, <laughs> small world, dude. And everything came full circle, bro. Uh-huh. Like that's crazy. It's because of the internet. Bro. It is, man. Yeah, I met Quint. I met Quinn on the internet, and then one time she had to set up my artwork for an art show. I never met her yet. So yeah, the internet. Like I met most of these people in person after I met like. Vanessa and our friend Stacy and all that and I just met everybody after that so I definitely feel like the internet has created a lot of opportunities and, and friendships with me because I, yeah. I usually wind up meeting all the people I meet in person eventually yeah. yeah you know so it's not like I'm just bullshitting their relationships you know? yeah it's not just uh, URL it's IRL friendships yeah just as important you know like I don't know. I definitely encourage people. It's not fucking the 90s where you're going to get kidnapped and shit. <laughs> that they always talk about on TV. Like when, when our parents would try to scare us from the internet, from talking in chat rooms, they'd be like, yo, they're going to oh, fucking yeah. kidnap you. <laughs> yo, dude, we're on the fucking internet. Your phone's always tracking you, man. You'll be fine. You just meet people in public places. Meet them at an art show or something. Because right. like I was saying, dude, you never know who you're going to meet off social media. Met like my best friends on all that shit, so. Same, definitely same. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's it. Would you have anything else you want to talk about? No shit. Any I don't gems? know. I wanna. Hey, bro, just be yourself. Be yourself. Like, I feel like that's a lost art. It is. Because like, we wear masks and like. And I feel like people want to relate to so many saying? people so bad. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter if you're relatable, but like. Being your being your authentic self will attract an authentic energy and crowd. Exactly. Not to get on with that woke shit, but it's just like no, that's, that's the truth. That's this that's is, the truth. This is truth. I mean, I just want to thank Vige for having me. Yeah, man. On this podcast. Oh yeah. Appreciate you, bro. I <laughs> appreciate you, man. Bro. It's gonna happen. We were gonna do it at the beach earlier, but it's just like I'm wearing Tim's right now. I don't. Know. <laughs> I want to be in the beach. Yeah. And it's. And I it's, got on some. Some jeans and some vans. Yeah, I mean the waves. The, the waves will distract you guys. Oh, we just had the the freeway 
the bridge <laughs> next to us. That's the only noise you can hear. <laughs> but yeah, guys, this is the end of uh, Wondery Separation with Sage. We're at the church right now. Um, look that up. They have great community events. I really love the people who run it, man. They're like for the community. Shout out Ramel. Shout out Sean. And there's Frank too, right? Yeah, Frank. Frank. Yeah, shout out to all of them. I mean, we're on their roof right now. I don't know if they know we're here, but nah. yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Show love to your locals, man. Um, yeah, this is my dude, Ninth Sa- at Ninth Sage on everything, right? Yeah, nine, the number nine, number nine. T-H-S-A-G-E. Okay, and he has a portfolio. That's was that, NinthSage.com or what? NinthSage.co. .co? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is Veej. Uh, follow the social medias. Um, Free on- Kodak. Free Kodak. He just went to a jail in South Carolina or something. Uh, yeah. Social media is one, the number one degree sep, one degree podcast on Twitter. Uh, one degree podcast spelled out on Instagram. Um, one degree podcast.vzilla.com. Support the podcast. Donate. Buy something through Amazon. Uh, yeah. This will be on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe to both. Show me love. Um, yeah. That should be it. Uh, We'll talk to you guys again. We'll have another new conversation for you guys. Uh, Peace. That was nice. I think people get some good shit out of that. So many gems. Just be be real, man. People are going to probably change their life. (laughs) For real, dude. Oh, my goodness.